There's a, there, there's a yeah, layer yeah, of jokes yeah, yes, right yes, there. Yes, I, I'm going to avoid yeah, it. Just I'm going to avoid it. Hey, welcome to Midweek here at Press Church. Before we dig in, remember, hit the thumbs up button and that bell button for notifications to make sure you're up to date on everything that we are doing. Uh, so we've got a, a interesting topic today that, uh, and actually I, I was going to throw it to you, CR, because CR is the one who... Uh, <laughs> Blame it all on you. You brought it up <laughs> when we were discussing stuff, and you said we haven't really dug into this topic very much. Um, but the topic is spiritual warfare. Um, and the tough thing with spiritual warfare is you can get into this really mystical, like... Uh, spiritual? Spiritual. <laughs> right, yeah. All that spiritual stuff. <laughs> it can feel um, almost like a sci-fi movie uh, in some regards. Um, I prefer psychological thriller. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the topic of spiritual warfare, like what do we battle against as, you know, as Christians? Uh, what is our battle against? What is spiritual warfare? Um, how do we address it? How do we acknowledge it? Yes. Or even, you know, maybe what are elements of spiritual warfare? But maybe what... I guess for today, CR, did you? What was your heart in this, or what was, um, I guess, the main right. point that you kind of? Because well, spiritual warfare is a huge. I mean, we can. Yeah. Even uh, Jason mentioned this. So like, this, this is, might be a personal thing for me as far as uh, the value uh, that I might uh, place on it. But uh, but the Bible clearly points to uh, the existence of evil, the personification of it in this devil, Satan. Uh, personality and that we are told over and over again that we are in a war Mm -hmm. and that it is a spiritual war that there are there is a presence that wants to take us out and that is actually actively working against God uh, and um, that we are to be aware of this Mm -hmm. and that we are to come against it and that we are to know who we are in Christ in order to do that so um, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Jason. As far well, as I, like... would, I would, I would ask a question. I mean, my first question is this: If we talk about Scripture as we are victorious over this, like Jesus came, died, and rose again, He won the victory against mm-hmm. sin and death. Right. So, if we're victors, then how do we fight? Right. So, so why bother? It's already done, right? I mean, <laughs> Jesus already defeated. You know. Uh, that is um, the problem with the assumption that the kingdom has come. It's the now hmm. and not yet, right? So we're still, uh, we are at war, and the, yes. And, uh, you know, if you read throughout the New Testament, Paul's writings, he is telling us, that we need to be aware of this, that we need to put on the armor of God, mm-hmm. that we need to know that the that the weapons are, of our warfare are not carnal. That means mm-hmm. that it's not the things that we physically touch and see. Right. Uh, and, and that there is something more going on here. We are, we are facing an adversary. Not alone, and we can't face it alone, right? right? So with our... Our modern society, again, this stuff sounds like uh, a science fiction movie or something <laughs> like that. But 
Um, but that's a problem. That's a lie of evil that right. actually that we would if you can we would, be convinced that there's no enemy. Right. Right. The the greatest evil. What is it, Jason? The uh, greatest lie. You know all these quotes, but the greatest it, lie it, of evil. Uh, of the devil is to convince us that he doesn't exist. Yes. Right. Yeah. So um, you're you always like you're able to like grab onto those and run. Yeah, and that one book. The <laughs> yeah, so, I, so it, said in the third it, chapter in the fifty. And Jason's page. like, oh yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> I do think it was C.S. Lewis that said that, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And the problem of evil or something. One of those. Problem of evil. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, okay, so I, I have several thoughts that just came as you, the way you introduced Bring them. that. Bring them. You know, the first one is uh, just maybe this. The first one is if you look at the role of the Satan, especially through the Old Testament, okay, um, he isn't actually evil. Mm-hmm. Like the the role that he plays is not evil. It, it is he's the accuser, but in the book of Job, right? He, he's not evil. He is kind of the counterbalance in the courtroom of heaven. He's kind of the the prosecuting attorney, where where he, he brings up if God's the judge. Here are the things going on that you should probably recognize are going on, mm-hmm. and that's kind of his role in this. And he's not really this evil force throughout the Old Testament. Um, and even you know you read the Psalms, you read that they don't talk about battling demons. Yeah. You, and now to be clear, you're talking about the literary picture that is painted of him, right? Our not modern the fact day. that it is evil or not, right? Right. Because I'm not clearly evil he perpetrates exist. evil, but right? Yes and no. Like I mean, I think there are evil forces, absolutely. Yeah. And but I don't know that they were. There's, I don't, I don't think our current image of Satan as this red, yes, goblin, well, like, the red goblin, you know, yeah, that comes 100%. from art, yeah. And but I'm just, I just kind of want to make that clear, right. so that we're all talking about the same things, you, right? You know, moving yes. forward, is that's a very modern, relatively speaking, concept. The imagery of this Satan yes. character is a complete fabrication, really. Right. It's right. a total fabrication. Right. But what is evil? Right. If if Satan doesn't represent evil in the Old Testament, when he's saying, "Did God really say that?" Did you know? Mm-hmm. He is clearly trying to get them to do something wrong, and that is truly subverting God's plans. Right. And so it, one has to define. And yet, well, that that in that passage, it's not the Satan that that they refer to. It's the snake, which the, well the serpent. Saying, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. But those aren't always the same. Like, I guess what I'm saying is we can't just – just because it does something that seems to point towards subverting God's kingdom. Right. It's not necessarily always the same character. Right. Or, you know, there still is that force that it's is It's the personification. That's why when yes. I started this, I yes. said if the personification yeah. of evil mm-hmm. or right. the force of darkness is this devil, Satan, Beelzebub right. character, right? But there clearly seems to be a singular character that – well, encompasses and, and throughout the Old Testament, that. it's often you know represented by you know Babylon, mm-hmm. right, or, or you know even Egypt because they were the ones who were opposing Israel, right. And and so there there was this concept, and I think it's it's rooted in the creation narrative. It's rooted of there were forces that actually worked through these powers, mm-hmm. these earthly powers, right? You know, um, and and so there's all these things happening behind the behind the curtains, right? So to speak, which we've simplified or 
maybe mystified even more into spiritual warfare. Well, when when uh, the devil, <laughs> Satan, whatever, uh, tempts Jesus, I actually I have he that tries yeah. to tell him, "I can give yes. you power over the kingdoms of because this earth." Because he can, right? So clearly, there is a yes. connection where he has control over the yeah. kingdoms of this world. Yes. And so personifying that evil mm-hmm. in Babylon or whatever right. is not is not out of the right. range of yeah. what this evil power right. is I capable just of doing. I, I don't like it when ever, anytime somebody does something wrong, they just blame it on the devil. Yeah. That's, the devil made me do it. Right, or, right, right, right. Well, totally. I think with anything, yeah. it's like don't throw the baby out of the bathwater. So it's right. like, well, yes, we can't just fight against the fact that uh, yeah, people say bad something bad happened. It's the devil. That's right. Yeah, we can say that while also acknowledging that there is a spiritual force. There is a devil. There is those things that do play into and 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 that idea though is you know we have to understand. But that means at some point, if we truly believe God is God, okay, then He created these beings. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and so we have to ask ourselves, well, did he create them evil? Well, that's the problem of pain. I mean, the problem of evil, which mm-hmm. is right. related. And, and I don't want to sidetrack us too much into that, but I guess my, my point in all this is when we start blaming spiritual forces, right. we need to understand that these are forces created by God that have been twisted mm-hmm. and are being used for selfish gain, are being used... Yeah, if you want to go down that thought experiment, then we, we go, okay, well, then who was this Satan character? Right. Was he was he an angel? Right, a fallen angel. And did and did he have free choice? And then where did his concept of evil come from? If he was not tempted, right. where did that come from? Right. So that leads to more questions. And, and a lot of this stuff we're never going to have the answers no. to. We do no. not have the answers. Well, however, we do have in Scripture – it's if you want to use the Old Testament or the New Testament, it really doesn't matter. It, it, and I think more particularly in the New Testament, it is more about spiritual warfare. Absolutely. And it particularly points to uh, there is an evil presence. It's personified in this character who tempts Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul speaks about how we need to be armed against that and that yes. we need to be aware that it is not flesh and blood, right? Yes. Uh, so. We can only take what we've got from Scripture, right? Or yeah, well, and that—that's where you know Colossians one, where where Paul says that you know, for in verse fifteen and sixteen, he's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, mm-hmm. whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. Okay, that's not talking about earthly kings and cities. It's talking about forces, spiritual forces, right. that are beyond this world. Right. And, and so that's where we need to understand, yes, you are right. There is something more to this world than what we can see and mm-hmm. touch and feel. There is a spiritual, mystical side, whatever you want to call that. And, and, so we, and we do engage that mm-hmm. because the whole point of God is to bring all things together. Right. Right? That, that's, he reconciles all things to himself. And it used to be in the Old Testament, you know, that the temple, whether of any place, but, you know, we can use Israel as the example, the temple was that sacred space where the spiritual and the physical came together in one place, and that is where God was at work. Mm. You know, and so if you wanted to see the other side, you went to the temple where you could experience both in one place. Mm -hmm. Well, 
we know that when Christ came, you know, that he said it's not just in one place. God is at work everywhere. But that also means these other dominions and powers and forces and authorities are at work all over the place, mm-hmm. which means we as Christians now who are opposing them, what, what they want to accomplish is to control the world, just like Satan said, right? I can give you control of this stuff. Right. Because he had it at the time, right? I mean, so it was his to give. Um, and, and we need to realize we're not struggling to control the world. Our struggle is to resist evil so that God's kingdom can be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So spiritual warfare is not again is not about me fighting a demon back who's trying to possess someone or right. fighting a demon back who's you know trying to uh, do something evil. Mm-hmm. It's about standing up for the kingdom of God and representing what is right in all that. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that was a long diatribe that I <laughs> right. So I want to press in on that a yeah, little bit please. though. Um, so yes, we are not. We are not personally necessarily engaged in fighting a demon, right? But our, uh, but we are called to live a certain way yes. in order to fight evil, right? Put on the whole armor of God, right? Like, well, I mean, I guess it the, not it, to parse words, but I think we are called to live a certain way, and in so doing, we will attract the arrows and the attacks of evil, right? It's not that we are called to live in a way to attack it. We are called to live in such a way that it will naturally attack us because what we are doing is opposite of what it wants to accomplish. I would say it's more of a both and. Okay. I, I think that it's. I don't think it's necessarily one or the other. Uh, That's usually my role to say. It. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, who's CEO? Who's Jason right now? <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, you know, regardless, yeah. it, both are both are happening. Yes. Right. Yes. So the real issue then becomes, okay, well, well, what are we supposed to do? Is this just uh, evil? Is just this bad thing that we hear about? You know, we've heard, uh, you know, those of us who were around for 9-11 and then we heard, yes. you know. Uh, well, even in World War One and Two, and the axis of evil. and the, Right, right. You know, we've used that language you know, as a culture, as a. Yes. You know, in a lot of ways that are outside of the biblical context. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, George W. Bush was yes. saying, it was talking about these forces of evil yes. and stuff like that. So, yes, it gets used a lot mm-hmm. uh, in, in our regular culture. But uh, th- but that's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about, hey, do you need to be aware of this stuff or not? When right. uh, what What is Satan's role? Again, if we're going to use the word Satan in this personification of evil— this Satan character that clearly uh, is, you know, whatever that person persona was that interacted with Jesus, presenting the temptation situation for him, uh, is the personified ringleader of this evil, right. right? Do we need to be aware of it? Do we need to do anything about it? Mm-hmm. Is it just like, oh, yeah, that was a great idea that once existed in the Bible, and I don't know, it's kind of presented this way in the Old Testament, and then and Jesus talks about it, but then, you know, he takes over the power of sin and death, and, right. and, and so it's not even a thing anymore, so go on. Right. <laughs> but clearly Paul says that it is. Right. Yeah. So what do you do with it? I, and I think it does beg the question, what's the ultimate goal of spiritual warfare? Like, what, what do we hope to accomplish by engaging spiritual warfare? We are not going to conquer, you know, demons. Right. Like, all, you know, that that's not ours to do. That's right. And yeah. so we engage spiritual warfare. Why? I think because 
you know, and what did if you if you look at you know Matthew four was it Matthew what was it six uh, when Jesus tempted Matthew four Matthew four not Matthew six Ephesians six not Matthew four um, you know what did what did Satan want him to do worship him <laughs> like what what was the 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 point of the testing. Um, and you notice it doesn't name him. I mean, Jesus does kind of. Jesus says, end, "Away but, from me, Satan." But verse says, ten. But he right. says, "The tempter came." Right. Yeah. And Jesus it, does that a couple of different times. Mm-hmm. And he actually he calls Peter. He calls Peter because Peter is personifying yes. this right. idea, satanic of, idea of subverting the right. the plan of the kingdom of God. Right. All right. So Satan's not a real person in Jason's eyes. So we'll we'll. <laughs> 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 are you joking or do you want to steal me on Jason's argument? Are you actually saying Satan is not a a, a singular entity? No, I think he there is a presence that we call Satan. Okay. What that looks like, I don't know, because I don't know what an angel looks like. Uh, you know, but I do believe right. he's a fallen angel. Okay. An angel who was created and existed in the very presence of God decided to subvert God and wanted to be in charge instead of God. And so that's why he represents, and I say he, uh, it, right. I don't know. Whatever right, you yeah. They, they. I don't know. what I mean, because he took Get a your... third of the angels with him, apparently, so it is a they at some point. Right. I don't know there's how to a, there, There's a yeah, layer yeah, of yeah, jokes yes, right yes. there. Yes. I'm, I'm going to avoid yeah, it. Just I'm going to avoid it. That's, that's, uh, yes. Resist the temptation. <laughs> right, yes. Resist. Um, and what? It'll... But So, yeah, I do believe there is a spiritual entity. I'm saying entity, that more. We've, we've talked yes. about it in a very ethereal yes yes and just to i guess i was joking more in the sense of there may be people like well do they even believe that right the devil is i do a, but i don't a, think i think there's a very elementary view of the yes. devil that right 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 gets us but it, so in the with, scripture right, though yeah. we see it representing yeah. a temptation we see it representing and, yeah. and really the root of it is the worship of something other than god it's 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 Mm-hmm. Pursuing something that is against the will or outside of the right. will of what God. So a lot of times. So to me, this is what I, you know, I I would think that it's a Satan wants or the devil, evil wants us nothing more than be distracted from from worshiping God. At minimum, yes, that's where he wants. Absolutely, right. Yes, um, and that comes in. I mean, here temptations. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you see it. Um, Oh, was it in James? Uh, oh, what was that verse? I feel like I had that. Where he says that the the idea that talking about temptation, temptation comes actually out of the desires of your heart. Right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I don't have that pulled up, so I'm, I don't want to get a derailed on that. But I would say it is a distraction at best. It, mm-hmm. It's a questioning of God's goodness mm-hmm. as well. I mean, you think of in the garden. The question: Did God really say that? What did He say? What does? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's to get us to um, not love God. Yes. Uh, so in a the, very simplistic right. All way those of things saying, are true. I see a pattern with evil. What we could say this Satan devil character <laughs> as personified mm-hmm. uh, is to disrupt relationship. That's what I see. Yeah. And when I see it in the garden, wh- what happens? Uh, the serpent disrupts the relationship by tempting Eve, getting her to go along or to question God's love for her. 
and that disrupts her relationship with God. It gets Adam to go along with it, gets him to disrupt his relationship with God, gets them to disrupt their relationship with each other. They start blaming each say, other. Blame, accusation. Yeah. And so that theme carries on throughout. I don't care if you're talking about kingdoms or if you're talking about uh, the, the issues in Job. Uh, it disrupts relationship. Mm -hmm. And I see that throughout the New Testament as well. There's uh, the evil that comes in when when, when, I, when Jesus is you know, casting out the demon uh, of the boy, right? It's th this, this has been a disruptive uh, situation in this kid's family, right? And you get that awesome quote, you know, uh, uh, I believe, help me believe, help, <laughs> right? Is what I the believe, dad yeah. says. Yeah, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Yeah. Um, but you get all of these instances, and I believe that that's what Paul is specifically speaking to when he's talking about, look, you're going to have problems with each other, and it's going to be not because of the flesh and blood stuff. It's going to be because mm. uh, the the evil is out to disrupt your relationship with one another. And and the coming together of our relationship with one another is the reflection, I always say this, of our triune, triune God, <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which that is, that unity is what... Uh, is God, right? Yeah. And if we look at evil and the resounding message of evil throughout the entire scriptures is to disrupt relationship. So that means anytime we see forces at work that are trying to cause division and disruption of, of relationship and breaking down community in that way, that is an example of spiritual warfare attacking Yes. Whatever it is. Right. You know, which is why I would say that a lot of what is happening even in our culture right now is evil forces at play. Yes. The division that's right. happening. I mean, we live in America. We'll just right. use that as the context to say that. Yeah. Yes. The divisions that are happening right. are from the work of the evil one. Yes. Right. Whether it's the one person right, whose right. name is rails right. above right, right, you know right, yeah. right. handling something or not it doesn't matter the influence of evil at this right. point is causing division disruption and breaking relationships and that's why when we put on the full armor of god yeah. the whole point of that is so that we can withstand yes. those things yeah. yeah it's not so that we conquer them yes it's so that we uh, withstand the attacks and and i think it's in romans Oh, my mind just went blank. I think it's 12, but I, it's probably uh, maybe 15, where, where Paul says, listen, you, you need to, you know, if you're going to conquer evil, you conquer evil with good. Mm -hmm. you, you, you don't use evil to conquer evil, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You use good to conquer evil. So the armor of God is just that. It's good in, in every aspect Ephesians of it. 6, for those of you. Yeah, yes, the full armor of God is Ephesians 6. Good point. Uh, yeah, and we need to dig into that because good is another one of those words that's being misrepresented right. in our culture. Right. Okay, so good is not just doing things nice. that are culturally accepted yes. as nice. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the problem. Yes. Uh, culturally yeah. accepted niceties. Yeah. Be, be nice. <laughs> right. Is, I mean, there yeah. was a time in our culture where owning a slave was good. Mm-hmm. Well, right. we know that's wrong. At the time, it was acceptable. So just right. because it's acceptable doesn't make it good. Right. And that's a whole other yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't mean argument. Derail, I mean, we could but, go through yeah, a bunch of— But uh, that's where I'm saying just because right. it's acceptable within the culture does not mean that it's ultimately good. Right. And we have to realize that. Yeah, and it, we get back to these conversations about culture. It seems like we, you know, that's where we're living. That's yeah. where we're trying to engage, right? 
And there is a redefinition of good, of righteousness, if you will, in, in our culture now. And you're seeing this, we'll just put it under the umbrella of what is sometimes called political correctness. I right. think that's it's moving away right. from that into other things. And right. there's good elements that are there, but there's twisted elements yeah. of that as well. And the, But the problem is, is that has the highest power. That has the right. highest value. And uh, and when it's not attached to God, it's it actually is evil. Yes. So I feel like we just scratched the surface. We did. And we're already out of time. <laughs> Does anybody even want us to talk about this even say, more? I mean, yeah, we could. I mean, digging even into the... Because the, the next question the begs of the question like, of, okay, so great, there's something out there and we're supposed to resist it. Right. Uh, right. And can we make it absolutely clear? There is no red horned devil creature right uh i there could be but it's not like that's that's just an artistic yeah uh, depiction around was it like i think it was like it was yeah because inferno right yeah writing the inferno and all that stuff that was where some of those pictures started to come to light right right i mean you can trace i've done studies tracing the concept of the satan from genesis all the way through modern day and there's it's it's interesting to see how it mm-hmm. developed, and, right? And the iterations were oftentimes based more on either what the church was wanting to accomplish, right? <laughs> you know, like right. I mean, that's uh, interesting. A whole uh, other yeah. whole sections of hell have been developed for that. So. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, so I don't know if we, if we just plan on tackling. You know, like if, if anybody yeah. wants to hear more, we, yeah, I mean, there is, a, yeah, like you said, there is, a if lot you've more. made it this far in the video or you're listening to it on the podcast, you're going to have to give us a thumbs up and a yeah. comment if you want us to go further down this <laughs> path. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think we should, if, if nothing else, was it, uh, what James four, you have it written out to resist yeah. the devil, resist the devil, and he, he will flee from, from you. you. Yes. Uh, I think that was something we see in, you know, Matthew 4 when Jesus is being tempted as well. Whatever it is, uh, you know, resisting evil. And if you are experiencing relational strife and things like that, not to be attacking that person per se, but realize there may very well be a spiritual force that wants us to not be connected, wants us not to be unified. Um, And to understand, I think when you have that in perspective, I think it's a it's a good starting point. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing we've said through this entire conversation today. Like, I mean, you had to get to that point. Right, right, right. That to me is like if you take anything away, take that. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Awesome. Well. Like like Sierra said, hey, uh, give us a thumbs up or a comment if you want us to keep digging into this. There, it, it is a, a big topic, <laughs> or give us a thumbs down if you don't. Or, or yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, that'll just hurt. That'll that'll hurt our when son. Cries. It's not. Uh, I'll get all emotional, and no one likes us. And, but anyway, well, we will be back again next week for another midweek. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. Take care.